everyone, it's Luke Wright and Alex Smolikoff. We have just witnessed the end of the 76ers postseason run unofficial. Unofficial, but official. Kind of. Pretty much. What a game. It was honestly, I think, probably the best game we've had in a week or so. I feel like every time we talk about one of these Celtics-Sixers uh, games, we come in and say, man, that was the best game of the playoffs. That might have been the best game of the playoffs. It very well might have been. It had everything, people messing up, people making great shots, overtime, great coaching. Premature confetti? Premature confetti. It's a bad omen, I right? don't. I don't know if it – oh, I even said it after, as it happened. There's no way Philly wins this you game. You did. I remember. That. I'll credit you for that. You did say that. But I saw a picture by Bleacher Report on Twitter. Not sure if it's accurate or not. Uh, the guy's shirt? Yeah. Uh, supposedly the guy who was in charge of the confetti problem – uh, was wearing a shirt that said "Breaking News." I don't care, which I just find to be very poetic. What, what a game! What a series it's been, considering it's three zero. You don't normally think of, of uneven series as far as wins and losses as being great series, but this really has been. And I mean, credit to the Celtics. It, you give up a shot like that, like they did, to let the game get tied after it looked like they had won the game in regulation. It's easy. To kind of be let down after that. and in, in, in an odd way, I think the, the confetti delay actually allowed them to kind of regroup and refocus. But that's a, that's a hell of a win for the Celtics. It's a big win for the Celtics. And as, as, we, as you like to make all these metaphors, the confetti thing is kind of a metaphor for, hey, maybe we needed to tone it down a little bit for the 76ers this postseason. Yeah, I mean, there's no denying that's an unbelievably talented team. It's a team that will be even better next year. They'll have a full season of Markel Fultz. They, for all we know, could have a full season of LeBron James. We really don't know. That team's going to be better next year. So are the Celtics. But, yeah, we obviously, I think, after Philly went on that run to get into the playoffs and get the three seed... Uh, beat Miami fairly easily in round one. A lot of people, I think, were ready to say, you know, this is this is it. This is the, a, a contending Sixers team, and I think we were still a year away from that. And that's what we're seeing against a team that I won't say is more experienced because the Celtics are also a very young team, but a team that is well-coached, uh, fights hard. Philly just, I don't think, was quite ready for this moment. They, they weren't. You could tell from just the plays that they were making, there were a lot of bad passes. There was just a lot of sloppy play early on and even late game. They lost the game on a very bad pass. Twice. Yeah. Basically, they almost lost the game in regulation because of a bad turnover. And yep. then they did end up losing the game in overtime because of a bad turnover. And that's the type of thing you see. A, a young team is going to make mistakes, and sometimes those mistakes are going to be in the biggest possible moment. And those are the things that as you get more experienced and as you get older and as you get just you, 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 you live through those moments, those are the things that you can cut back on moving forward. But, it, I mean, obviously 3-0, it's going to be real tough for the Sixers to, to, to get past this. They might win their next game. It's another home game. But the series is over, right? I, I can't imagine that Philly will be the team to come back from a 0-3 deficit. I mean, it, it'd be fantastic if they were. I think that it would add so much to the the legend that is already in the making with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, but it, it very it much seems like this is not going to be the time and place for this legend to expand on. Uh, Speaking of legends in the making, when you think about a, a, a series with the Sixers and you think of young rookie players or, or essentially rookie players, you think of your Ben Simmons. You think of your Joel Embiid. He's not a rookie and not even a, uh, an asterisk rookie, but he's, he's not played a ton. 
Best rookie tonight, Jason Tatum. Coming out party continues for Jason Tatum. Not at the free throw line. Okay, he missed some, some free throws late that almost cost the Celtics the game. He led the Celtics in scoring today with 24 points. The Celtics won this game by three points, okay? Okay. Jason Tatum was a plus 24 tonight. That's that's good. That's almost impossible to do. Yes. A plus 24 in a three-point game, I mean, that's absurd. Yes. He was fantastic tonight. 24 points, uh, five rebounds, four assists. He did have four turnovers, uh, which was also, I think, a theme that we saw with some of these younger players on both sides. Four turnovers for Tatum, uh, five turnovers for Marcus Smart, four turnovers for Simmons, three for Embiid. We saw some sloppiness out of those young guys. But I think, I don't want people to, to forget that the Celtics also have some very, very, very good promising young players. Oh, absolutely. This is a series we could see for years and years and years to come, assuming both of these teams come back with the same general core, uh, the Celtics get healthy, the Sixers get older and more experienced, and hopefully stay healthy with guys like uh, Fultz and Embiid who have had some injury history. This could be setting up for a great rivalry for many, many, many years to come. I I hope that that is the case. I said this um, during their last game is I think that this is probably the going to be the premier rivalry, at least in the East, for um, for probably next six, seven years. Because you're seeing the the Celtics team, I think, will also be the next true contender uh, to the Warriors throne as well. When this team is as good as it is now, and then next year, as we've already discussed, they get Kyrie Irving back. They get Gordon Hayward back. Gordon Hayward back, and they're getting um, a top five pick that is not the first overall pick. Yeah, they have. A, I think it's a, an eighty percent chance because of some very wacky trades and protections. But long story short, they have about an eighty percent chance of getting a pick two through five next year. Yes, and, and that team, in a stacked draft class when, too. When Jason Tatum is going to be your third scoring option, and you're able to bring off a bench unit that consists of Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and um, Terry Rozier, that that team is going to be ten times more dangerous than it could ever be right now. Question for you. Okay, answer for you. Well, we'll see. Celtics are up 3-0. Fair to say, barring some miraculous play, literally historic, no team's ever done in the NBA, they're going to move on. Yep. Do you think this Celtics team has a chance to get to the finals? Well, would they? Do you, How do you like their chances against either Toronto or probably more likely LeBron James and, and the Cavs? I've been, I've been thinking about this question Ever since LeBron proved that Toronto is LeBronto, yeah. as uh, Twitter has taken to calling it, I think they do have a shot. I, uh, anytime you have a good coach like Brad Stevens, you're going to have a shot. And I think if they can continue to play like they're playing, if they can continue to have Jason Tatum learn and grow with this experience on the fly, uh, if Jalen Brown can get healthier, he's def- you can definitely tell he's still struggling, um, but he's getting healthier by the by the game. And if all of that happens, I do think that there there's a good shot that they could make it to the NBA Finals. Crazy to think about a team that lost one of its best players five minutes into its season, and then lost definitely its best remaining player, uh, you know, a couple weeks before the postseason, and has not missed a beat. It, it it's it speaks a lot to Brad Stevens. It speaks a lot to the players on that team who who have not used any excuses and have not put their head down and said, well, there's always next year. I mean, this is a team that that has not quit. We've seen it, you know, 
in small bursts in this series, going down big uh, in Game 2 and still coming back and winning that game. This is a team that hasn't quit at all, uh, and, and it's been fun to watch. And as fun as I think people realize the 76ers are, this is a very fun Celtics team. And for as short as this series might end up being, it's been a hell of a, a, hell of a series to watch. That it has... That will do it for us for this podcast. I'm Luke Wright. That's Alex Smolikoff. We will be back later tonight to break down what will hopefully be a game between the Raptors and Cavaliers. Keep it at FRS Hoops.